This is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you the Fix It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. It is sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction, and it is actually Dayton Kane this week. Yeah, where it's, have it's you been? It's been a while. It has been a while. Thank you to Libby Collins filling in right. the last couple of weeks. You said she did a tremendous job, as right. she always does. And uh, if you were looking forward to hearing Libby again, I apologize, but yeah. uh, you get me today. She'll be so. back at some uh, point. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll be gone again at some point. <laughs> at some point, I'll leave again. It's right. going to be a while, though, I think. Yeah, so, so we had the two, last two weekends of... December off for holiday stuff, and yep. then you were, you were gone. Yeah, so, so in the month that I have yeah, not been right. here, we've had Christmas, New Year's. I did a trip to Mexico. I celebrated a birthday and two work anniversaries all in the last month. It's wow. been busy. You have been busy. It has been busy. Right. So uh, two years here. Doing years this here, show right? this right. week. So I still remember uh, that. You they they in, kept me like, around. So. so like Danny, Clayton, Dayton, Kane, it was like, Wow, those are very, very close. Similar. Yeah, kind of yeah. somewhat similar. I still but, get called Danny once in a while. Right. So. If, if you're listening, Danny, good morning. Yeah. So <laughs> right. uh, how about you? You've been busy? I have actually been busy. The first week of January was a little slow, but that I think the week between the holidays, people kind of take that off and everything. But the last uh, two weeks now have been uh, picking up. So uh, it's hard to say what the real estate market's going to be like this year. Yeah, I'm curious. Real estate, remodeling, all that, anything construction home related just with the, uh, the the economy and other things but so far uh, it seems to be going going well at least at least as as well as the beginning of last year okay which was was pretty good so I, a lot of people I seem to be very positive about about the year good good so and, and, and what is it you do again I am a home inspector most of the time. I do a few other things as well, but but primarily okay. home inspections. It's been a while. I just need yes, a refresher right, there. So. Bestinspectionsllc.com is the website if you want to reach out to David. So uh, I haven't been here the last couple of weeks. So fill me in. What are we talking about this week? Because I don't want to like duplicate what you just talked about last week. Right. Where are we going? Well, um, it's still um, radon, EPA's radon. I'm, I'm Action the, month. National Radon Action Month. Yes. yes, the action, not awareness, action. We should the, be doing something doing this something, month. Right, do a test, uh, have a system installed. So we could just review that. What is radon? It's, an, it's a naturally occurring gas that comes up out of the ground. It's a, it's a result of uranium in the soil. And everybody said, well, uranium, that's a radioactive material. Yes, it is. Some places has, have higher amounts than others. And uranium, being a radioactive material, will degrade create polonium and radium. I'm probably, a lot of people are thinking, oh man, high school chemistry, you know, <laughs> and, and the periodic table. Well, you don't have to get that too much. If you really want to know every everything you want to know about radon, L-O-W-R-A-D-O-N, so that spells lowradon.org, is the website that will take you directly to the state of Wisconsin's Department of Safety, Safety and Health website. And there you can look up radon levels and tests that were done by zip code area, tell you everything we want to know and more. So 
Uh, speaking of being on Action Month, the, the action level is 4.0 pico curies per liter. So the that's a measurement pico curies. No, you know, it's is that gallons per minute or you know whatever. The the number we're looking for is 4.0, and that's an action level. It's not a safe level. If you have a test on and it's 4.0 or higher, you really should consider, or it's recommended that you have a, a mitigation system installed. Yeah, ours was 4.1, I believe. So we yeah. this year, finally, I think we're going to get one in. We just yeah. moved in a year ago. so yeah. um, It's a good year, idea. Man, it's been two years already, I think, since we moved in there. It can't be because no, a year ago. you've been here year two ago. years. and not, That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, yeah, so that this year that's away. on the list of things. We had a couple other things we had to address immediately, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's going to be on ours. I, I just think when you start talking all those terms, can I har- harness this somehow and power my house? I mean, you're, I'm, you're you know, talking uranium, yeah. and you're talking all these. I'm like, is there a way to, talk to turn that to energy? What, what was his name on uh, Back to the Future? Uh, Marty. Um, no, that was Marty was the main who was, character. Who was the professor? Doc. Doc, yeah. yeah. You know, he might have an idea, you know, with his, his uh, fusion thing. There you go. Well, they just came up with fusion power that they're harnessing. And no, I don't think you can because it's just a gas. You just got to get out of the yeah. house and up on You know, as far as I know, it's not it's not flammable or anything. It's right. just really dangerous. It's it's considered a carcinogen, so it's harmful for our lungs. That's the issue. Right. If you're wondering, it's, it is it is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only behind smoking so it's something that we need to get out of our houses. And and also, many people wonder, oh, I, I, my house is on a concrete slab, or I'm in a condo on a slab, or my house is on a crawl space. Any building that's in contact with the ground has the potential for having radon in it. So any any building really should test. Now, if you're on an upper level in a condo building, really not something to worry about. If you're on the ground floor of a multi-unit condo building, uh, definitely is something to, to consider. Uh, the the company that installed my system, Lifetime Radon Solutions, uh, they do testing. They do a lot of systems in small retail buildings, office buildings, uh, where again it's on a concrete slab, but right. it's in contact with the ground. Let's still put a system. Schools as well are putting systems in, just because we're inside these buildings sure. in the winter, and we're not, you know, we're not um, unless you were continually changing the air. But even that can, you know, if you're doing air exchange, that can draw the radon on out of the ground. So, so if you're talking a school or a building like that, do you need more than one radon system it's, sometimes if yeah. the houses or building is big enough? It, something like that, they're going to base it probably on not square footage, but maybe cubic uh, volume okay. of the building. Okay. So these larger buildings that, you know, they'll put multiple systems in. Okay. Uh, we heard a conversation this week between Vince and Eric on right. the morning yeah. show. So we're going to delve into jobs a little bit today. Sure. But of course, we'd love to hear from you if you have questions about what you need to fix. The old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Dayton Kane back. David Nason's been here. Yes. It is the Fix It Show <laughs> on WTMJ. The Fix It Show with Dayton Kane and David Nason on WTMJ. Good morning to you. Thanks for tuning in. It is 717. Going to be a decent day. Mostly cloudy, a high of 34. Not bad for January. My name is Dayton Kane. David Nason here, of course. Um, Milwaukee Boat Show going on at the State Fairgrounds this weekend. Cool. Might be something you'd like to check out. I know. You like boats. Can't wait to get back. We had some fun sailing last summer. Really looking forward to it this coming summer. Yeah. We're going to be doing more. I better be invited on a boat ride at least once this year. Okay. Just one. You don't need to take me all the time. Little speedboat or sailboat? 
I've never been on a big little lake, like a big sailboat. lake. Um, probably smaller lake, so I'm not okay. throwing up on you. You don't okay. want me throwing yeah. up on your nice right. boat, right? All right. So uh, this week, you said you heard Vince and Eric having yeah. a conversation. Tell me a little yes. bit about that. What so was yesterday going on? morning, I was driving and I heard that almost called in, uh, but they they seem to have a good conversation going about how people are um, younger people applying for jobs, and I know some probably not so young people applying for jobs these days, but. And their resumes that some people are even leaving the the name of their school off their resume, which I, at first I was like, wow, you know, when you when paid all that money, right? And you when did we all that younger, work. That was like the coolest thing I can put. I can finally put, yeah. you know, UWM School of Architecture on my my, and then whether or not you put your GPA on there, or right. if you if you graduated, whatever With honors, honors or. Yeah. You know, sumo comes your major, out or your whatever. Minor, your, yeah, yeah, all that stuff, and it's and it's really not that that important anymore. And, and certain schools you might you might put on there or professions, professions like lawyers, doctors, yeah, things you know, that you if know. you went to Marquette Law School or something like that, with you know something prestigious or certain. They were talking more about J schools and stuff. I can't remember what are the the big J schools in the in the country, but because that's not my thing. But right. Uh, so, anyways, it it started to make me think, well, how many people are actually working in a job, and I know it's a lot, where they went to school for one thing, and maybe they did their first job or an internship or something in that, and then ended up working, in, and now they're doing something totally right. different. If you ask them what you're doing for work and what was your degree, it's like, wow, you didn't, that doesn't, those, so, those don't connect at all. Mine's pretty close, but... We're kind of at a tipping point where people are really having the conversation. Is this really worth doing? Great. Yeah. College really worth doing? I went to college, graduated from college with a communications degree, mm -hmm. UW Whitewater, went to work for a guy who never went to college and was younger than I was, sure. was my boss. I'm yeah. like, what did I just do? Yes. What did I just spend that money exactly. on in those four years doing? And it comes down to what Vince was saying is that he would much rather see and not just just totally discredit school, a good school or or education, but what what who you, who are you, and what is your experience? Right. So he'd much rather have somebody who's had an internship, had some job experience or something, and is a good good person. You can you can really have a good conversation with them versus somebody who just went to school, no real experience. That's a tougher person. You don't you don't you can't necessarily in an interview understand who they are and they come in and they're a flop i think we're starting to look more and more at soft skills being able to communicate sure. being able to have you know have right. that conversation um you know because you could get straight a's and be in your dorm room for right. four years doing right. nothing but book work and have no life experience whatsoever that's right. not going to look good either. And, and granted there's some jobs uh that, where you aren't necessarily interacting with the general public but the vast majority of jobs, you are "quote unquote" a salesperson. You're always selling yourself or selling your, your product, business your or product, your company. Or, yeah. And now you're in sales, direct yeah. sales. And I'm always kind of selling myself and my company and what I do. And I'm I always encourage people to come on my inspections or the inspection of their home they're purchasing. You're making a very big purchase. And absolutely, you should come along to the inspection and see what I'm looking at and ask questions and learn about the home and understand what's going on so that the day that you move in, you're, oh, my, you know what? I know I got a, a good report from David, but I, I don't remember this house kind of thing. So. Right. 
Well, and when you came to my house to do the inspection, definitely you you do a very thorough inspection on the paper. Mm -hmm. But once I was with you, I looked at the paper. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember where that was. And I could go over to it. And whereas if you're just kind of looking at it in a photo, you're like, "Eh, where where was that Seeing things in person is is huge. So So interesting conversations today. We'd love to hear from you about, uh, you know, what do you think about this whole job work experience? Where is that going? Do you have something that you need to be fixed? This is the Fix It Show. We'd love to hear from you on that as well. The Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. We're here for you, Dayton and David. It is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. WTMJ's The Fix-It Show with David Nason and Dayton Kane. Good morning to you, 725-28 on the way up to a high of 34 today. Going to be mostly cloudy and maybe some flurries here and there, but not much. So, uh, David, Yes, we're we're talking a little bit about um, off the air here because we got a text and this mm-hmm. is an interesting conversation. So let's read Ken in New Berlin texted in at eight five five six one six one six twenty. What is the clearance required in the current building code for siding on a dormer above shingles on a roof? So our building code in Wisconsin, Uniform Dwelling Code, it's different than any other part of the country. So Wisconsin's got its own building code. Um, actually, we have two. The Uniform Dwelling Code is for newer houses built 1980 and newer. The Uniform Building Code is ex- pre-existing homes. Okay. So it's a little little different. Neither one's going to address how what the question, how far, what the what the clearance should be for siding to a roof, and to expand that, really, roof, deck, patio, driveway, sidewalk, the grade, siding should have a clearance to everything. Siding shouldn't touch anything right and it doesn't matter the type of siding whether it's vinyl siding aluminum siding hardy plank lp smart side what our code does say in it when there isn't something that when it when it comes to a product like siding or roofing or windows that it doesn't specifically say in our code about it that you should refer back to the manufacturer's installation specifications okay I think just about every window manufacturer requires a three-eighths inch gap around the window and sealant to the adjacent material, whether it's siding or brick or eaves, stucco or something. I I think I know for sure Pella does, yep. and I'm pretty sure every window manufacturer does. So back to this question, um, he doesn't say what type of siding. I know we we're while we were talking off air. I just recently did an inspection of a house with uh, Hardy Plank on it. And the clearances were were wrong in a lot of places. Some of them were okay, but wrong. So if it's hardy plank, it's two inches from the siding to the roof. And you might think, wow, two inches. Well, so you should see a piece of flashing there. And that two inches holds for decking, for concrete. Uh, it's six inches to grade. And, and essentially, the people that are engineering these products they have determined that these are the clearances and 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 kind of backing up their installations are instructions are different for different parts of the country so if, for sure. example here in Wisconsin we're for hardy plank where you have to look up their hz5 that's what they call them hz5 the southern half of the company is hz10 because they don't really get much snow down south right sometimes but and so there, you have to look at the installation instructions. I just looked up the vinyl on the Vinyl Siding Institute's website, and they have a vinyl siding installation manual, and they're seeing a half-inch minimum gap between the J-channel of siding and 
shingles. And it's all about water management. Yeah. And everything. They want to you want to keep water away from all these products. Well, and the reason hardy plank is even more is it's a porous material that can actually soak up the water. Right. So now you're gonna have water actually getting into the product, right. soaking in and making it brittle or bloating it Ex- or exactly. Yeah. Both of both and it's this is maybe not common knowledge, but it's public knowledge. Both Hardy Plank and LP SmartSide have both had large class action lawsuits against them years ago. And they both pulled their products off, re-engineered them, made them much better. And there are some companies who didn't survive these lawsuits. Um, Semplank, I believe, uh, went away. I'm not 100% sure about that. I, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but yeah. you got to check on that. But anyways... The two most popular are LP SmartSide and Hardy Plank when it comes to these engineered fiber cement type products. And they both have very good, very clear installation instructions on how those products should be installed. Easy to find, simple Google search, uh, LP SmartSide installation instructions, you know, right. Hardy Plank installation instructions, and you'll find it easily uh, to download or just read your, on a PDF on the web. Uh, so... Definitely uh, important for any type of siding. Great question, Ken in New Berlin. We appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with us, the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Now we take a break from the Fix-It Show and go over to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Adam Roberts. Good morning, Adam. More of your questions next. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good morning to you. Thanks for tuning in today. Dayton Kane and David Nason here. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. If you want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Ken shot back another text. What about painted cedar siding? Do they have rules up on that anywhere? Isn't uh, that the same typically as um, the Hardy plank? The, the, I would default to that. Yeah, two inches. Uh, Hardy or LP. Because um, it's the same porous material that's going to yeah. soak up water. The thing is... Cedar siding is something you can just go buy at the at the lumber yard, right? And it's not it's not a manufactured product; it's a basically a milled product from a lumber yard, right? Right. So, so it's not like LP yeah. is making it or that what I Hardy would, Plank is making it. I guess I would look to see if there is a cedar siding institute, cedar siding association yeah. or something. I'm, I I would guess it's similar to Hardy sh- Plank or LP. Shame though. on me for not. Knowing that for sure, I should. Um, Maybe during a break here, I'm going to be looking that up. Definitely. Um, So, Little Birdie told me you might be running to be the president of Wahi. That is public knowledge now. Yes, I am. Now? Right now? Okay, good, good. I'm like, I didn't blow something, did I? Okay. So, first of all, a couple things here, David. One, we need to know what Wahi is for people that don't know what that is. And two, what is urging you to do this? So the WAHI, as we as as the acronym is, the Wisconsin Association of Home Inspectors, and so I've been a member of WAHI now since 2014. I didn't start right away when I started inspecting, but uh, when I began my partnership with Tom Faza in in business, that uh, that was one of the things he said. Are you, you have to be a member of WAHI. It's the really the organization in Wisconsin when it comes to home inspectors training. There are other organizations that do training and everything. We, there, um, almost everyone, if not everyone, is a national organization that offers training. Wahi is all about Wisconsin. Okay. We, not that I don't care about the rest of it, but I'm a licensed home inspector in Wisconsin. I don't need to know what the standards to do a home inspection are in 
Iowa or New Mexico, Florida, yeah, any other part of the country. I need to understand the standards here in Wisconsin. And that's what Wahi's all about. So it was at the urging of, of Tom Faza for me to join, and it totally makes sense. And now I've been a member of Wahi for nine years. I became the, the I, I joined a, a committee, the arbitration committee, four years ago, almost five years ago, then moved up to be the chair of that committee. Two years ago, I ran for what we call our member at large uh, a position for the Milwaukee chapter, where I sit on our board as a member from the Milwaukee chapter, a representative from our Milwaukee chapter. So I've been on the board now for two years. And it really seemed like it was time. Uh, I've enjoyed being a part of it. It's a great organization. And I was really looking to, as I, you know, I slowly worked my way up. I didn't want to jump feet first into right. a, a, a president-type position. But the fact that I've had all these other positions now, now I, it felt like it was the right time to do it. Okay, so is this like a campaign? Like, if we let you speak on the air, we have to have the other person be able to come yeah, on and possibly. Speak about it? I'm not aware of anybody else that. So it was in our January meeting in Milwaukee that I I kind of let out at least our chapter know, and I think a few other people are. I told our you know our executive director, and a few other people uh, have have been told. So okay. I just I think it's interesting because. You don't have to do this, no. right? You make a living off of what you do as an inspector day right. to day. It's always fascinating to me when people step up and want to go to that next level right. um, and and help. And uh, so, congratulations! Yeah, I hope you thanks. get it. I think ask, I think you'd be great at it. Probably when I, when I hear, ask anybody who's part of a a volunteer type organization or association. If you volunteer, if you are in any kind of leadership role, you get so much more back from that. And and sure, it can it can expand your business a little bit, but it's just it's one of those things where you you, you have to give to get back. Right. And so it will take a little bit more of my time, sure, but I'm looking for it to to you know build me as an inspector and and also my business. I I am looking forward to it. Awesome. The old it, national bank. No, oh. I, I'm. Doesn't mean I'm going to be president. Right, right, right. I, you know, I have to be elected. So, sure. but I, I, I want to do it. Good, good. The old National Bank talking text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. If you have something going on in your house and you're just not quite sure what's happening and you need some help, we're here for you. you just heard David Nason going for president of Wahi. Mm-hmm. He's he's one of the best in the in the state here, and we can help you out. And we'd love to hear from you. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. Isaac's in the producer's booth today, waiting for your phone call. Uh, ask him for a certain little bumper music when he puts you on. Maybe he'll find a fun song for you to play as well, and uh, we'll get you involved. Crosby, so. Stills, and Nash or something. Oh, I know yeah, a lot of people yeah, are playing that. to David Crosby. A lot of people are playing that this week. Yeah. Some Elvis, you know, in... in Elvis? Oh, know, at least Marie Presley, Presley passed oh, yeah. away. You know. So that's two. Don't they usually go in threes, they yeah, say? Jeff Beck Oh, Jeff Beck was... Like a week ago. Man. And then somebody else, uh, not too... Um, one of the guys from Bachman Turner Overdrive. Okay. A lot of not, that's the last I, couple of weeks. I only know that because I listen to a station on the way in and they talk about music. Okay. On that nice note, we're yeah. gonna take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll we'll talk to you. It is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Need advice? Call 855-616-1620. Our expert home inspector is here to help. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Hey, a little 
less conversation, a little more action, please. All right, little remix version of some Elvis. I love this song. A little more bite, a little less I don't think I've ever heard it. What is it? It's a remix of a little less talk. Hmm. What's it called, Isaac? There's what's the t- it's like JTX or what's this is the regular version. It's it a is less conversation. Really? Well, because there's a remix version of it that's yeah. uh, even more funky than that. I thought that right. was a remix. Nice. So I get I got a little update for Ken. I looked up. There's a website, Real Cedar, uh, Western Red Cedar Siding. And on their website, they talk about clearance, roof and ground clearance. Uh, siding and trim that extends down to a roof and decks requires a minimum of two-inch gap to so avoid that- wicking. So that's the same as LP and, and Hardy Plank. Boy, um, am I smart. Yes, you are. <laughs> And six inches from grade, so yeah, that's that's pretty much those products. Okay. Any anything that's a an engineered or some kind of wood based product, they, we got to have those. You don't ways. want them in the water, right? You don't vinyl want them and aluminum can get a little closer again because they're not going to absorb the water, right? But still, the old National Bank talking text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to a customer who actually fell off a ladder. Their son did actually, yeah. and he was pretty messed yeah. up it was not good a lot of things went on with that fall right and uh you said you heard jeff, jeff wagner, wagner talking about it yesterday, yesterday as well so the congressman in florida who fell off his ladder and it turns out he was on a 25 foot ladder trimming tree branches now we're talking about homes and stuff and everything but still uh, he you, you think know. about that so you get on a ladder to get on your roof to clean off leaves or branches or something's up there or you're in a trying to trim up a tree and you get on a ladder sure. and do that. What are some things we should be doing with our ladder? I know when you go on a roof, you have a protocol on how you hook it to the house right. and all that stuff. So ladders, first of all, you need to be using the right ladder for the, the right job. It's got to be the right height. It's got to be stable on the ground. Uh, so the I use a little giant for my larger uh, heights. And that what's nice about that ladder, it gets wider at the bottom. Right. So it gives it a lot of stability. It's um, I, it's got a commercial rating, I think. I can't remember what I should know that, but it, I just know that it it was the right ladder for what I use. And right. I'm going up and down the ladder. And as you just said, I have two ladders, my little giant, and then I have a telescoping ladder. It's called a extend and climb. And on each ladder, I have a bungee cord attached to the ladder. So I don't have to go looking for it every time. When I put that ladder up, and I, if I can, sometimes the gutter covers prevent me from doing it, but I will always bungee my ladder to the gutter so that it gives it a little more stability at the top. So it's if I'm stepping, and this is most importantly if you're stepping off the ladder onto the roof. Right. And most people really should not be going on their roof. Granted, if you have a one-story ranch, three to four 12 pitch, that roof's very easy to walk. Right. You literally have to stumble or trip over something to fall. Hopefully you don't. But if you're going on an upper roof or a steeper roof, when you step off, you're putting a little bit of pressure on that ladder as you step away. If you don't have it bungeed to the, the gutter, that ladder can go sliding away. You can fall. Or let's say you get up on the roof safely and you're up there, a little bit of wind comes by. I've heard many people have this where the wind will blow their ladder down. And if there's nobody around to pick your ladder up, yeah. now you're on your, hopefully you have your phone with you so you can embarrassingly call somebody, hey, can you come yeah. pick up my ladder? So uh, really it's a matter of the right ladder, 
for the, the right, right pitch of the ladder yeah, too. You right. don't want too straight up, but you, you can't have it too far out either because right. then it'll slide. Exactly, and good footing at the bottom so it doesn't slide out at the bottom, doesn't sink to one side, it's level. Um, and then it has to be tall enough, so you don't want a ladder that just gets right to the the edge of the roof. You want it to go yeah. above the... Now, there are there are times when I'll set a ladder and it's right to the edge of the roof, and I'll just go up and look. I'm not climbing onto a roof at that point. But uh, you want to have that ladder extend up above the roof and gutter line. Now, there are OSHA requirements. There's probably a couple guys, trade people... You know, listening there, think, oh yeah, you got to. It's got to be three feet above and everything. For my work, because I'm not actually working on a roof, I'm there inspecting everything. The OSHA, you know, uh, I don't have to necessarily comply with OSHA. They can't, they can't find me or something. Right. But it is about safety. Right. It is about being safe. I, I want to go home after every inspection. I want to go, you know, at the end of the day. So it's all about being safe. And if you're not comfortable with going up on a ladder, then don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. I think of uh, also just how far to each side you reach. I'm putting up my Christmas lights. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got to get over just another yeah. half a so foot. You, so you stick so your leg out. And you're you stick, holding the gutter. And you you're stick like, your leg out the opposite of climbing side. down and, and moving the ladder. Counterbalance and, yourself. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> right. Don't do that. Be safe. I mean, right. it, it is a big fault, well, right? And, I mean, and Max McGee, everybody, you know, oh, yeah. longtime yeah. radio Packer announcer, he fell off a roof and passed away from that. So it yeah. happens. Yeah. So, yeah, be careful on the ladder. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're, it gets down to. And and I always now, my wife said, do never never go on the roof if I'm not home, sure. first of all. And secondly, I always do keep my phone in a pocket. So if yeah. something happens, hopefully I I can reach it right. and call somebody in. Because even if she's inside and I fall off, she may not know I'm right. falling for a couple hours if exactly. she's in doing stuff. And If I'm doing an inspection and sometimes I get there early, before everybody, if it's a one-story ranch, I'll go on the roof with nobody around. If it's taller roof, steeper roof, I'll wait. Then, till, wait. then I'll just do the exterior and then wait till somebody's there for that exact same reason. Because yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to fall, but at least I I don't want there to be nobody around, right? Or know that I was on the roof, right? All right. We got one final break this hour before we're joined by Eric Brown from Outdoor Living Unlimited. So get your calls in, 855-616-1620 is the Old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. David and Dayton. One guy knows what the heck he's talking about. We'll let you figure out which one it is. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good morning to you. The Fix-It Show sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction. Decent Saturday morning, 28 degrees on the way up to a high of 34. Going to be mostly cloudy today. Dayton came back after being gone a month. David Nason here as well. And uh, we're down to the final segment of this hour before we're joined by Eric Brown from Outdoor Living Unlimited. And uh, we talked a little bit about Wahi earlier in the show. Mm -hmm. What if people want to get involved in the organization and why would they get involved in the organization? Well, I'll tell you real quickly... um we we heard at our seminar back last fall that in the state of Wisconsin there are about 900 or so licensed or registered home inspectors, and December of 22 was our uh, renewal year for us. We renew our licenses every two years, and as of January, that number had dropped to just over 
400 or 500, somewhere in that number. We lost almost half okay. of the licensed home inspectors. A lot wow. to do with the economy and everything. So um, it's a great uh, profession. Um, it could be a side thing for somebody. Uh, first responders, firemen, things like that, police officers, they have a schedule where they're on, off a lot of days, something that they could do. Uh, they probably have a lot of knowledge in, in, in of homes and things like that. So the Wisconsin Association of Home Inspectors, as I mentioned, we're all about Wisconsin and training. We will be presenting our third training course now that uh, it's pre, it's called a pre-licensing training. So it's required now for anybody who wants to be a home inspector in Wisconsin, you have to go through a 40-hour pre-licensing training course. And so with the WAHI is going to be putting that on. It'll be in Fond du Lac. And if you go to the WAHI's website, which is wahigroup.com, W-A-H-I group.com, and you can find information there on that on that training. So it's a great course think I'm going to be involved at the very end because the last two days are a hands-on type of training. Okay. The first part is is in class. Uh, they could contact me if they have any questions. Otherwise, go to the website and find out about that. All right. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. People looking for new lines of work. There's, right. There you go. Open it up. All right. Next hour coming up, Eric Brown from Outdoor Living Unlimited on with us. Get in touch. The Old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. That does it for our number one of the Fix-It Show. This has been the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests at not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.